Hello and welcome to Sharp Tech. I'm Andrew Sharp, and this is a free preview of today's episode. Hilariously enough, someone goes to the European Commission and, and asks about the FTC suit, and they come back saying, "Yeah, Microsoft didn't make, make break any promises. They were very clear." Well, about this. look, I, I, I'm sorry, but Microsoft's hands, as far as monopolization is concerned, they are not blameless victims over the last thirty years. So I, they're so I'm we get to gonna... lie about them. And also, by the way, Microsoft got their rear end absolutely handed to them in terms of browsers. Chrome is now dominant by far it's the browser that everyone writes to and there's this like by this is the same thing with facebook instagram like tiktok is handing it to facebook as far as user sort of attention goes like we've talked multiple episodes about this why is there such a fear of competition what do you mean by fear of competition i think or a lack lack of trust a lack of trust that competition is going is going to materialize okay so i I would say the concern is with concentration and the way to oppose this merger is to start from the premise that all of these giant corporate mergers have gotten out of control over the last 20 years and it perverts the idea of a free market where you're supposed to have a level playing field and the company with the best product wins if all these other industries, and I'm workshopping this particular take, so bear with me. But I think the more people see markets that are dominated by one or two companies throughout American life, the more the American dream starts to feel like a little bit of a lie. And so I just think on principle, fighting these gigantic trillion dollar companies as they try to hoover up more industries and you know amazon they used a tremendously successful cloud business to create a tremendously successful fulfillment business and so you look up and amazon is one of the most powerful companies on the planet and i mean amazon apple google you're talking about some of the most powerful companies in the history of the world and there's not really any way to chip away at that power because they're so successful and have all these different moats at this point. And somewhere along the line, I'd like to throw a wrench into the process and try to just like pause this this trend we've been witnessing over the last 20 years. Yeah, and I, I obviously almost completely focus on tech, but I agree with you broadly, but like I, I, the problem here is, the manner in which these tech companies accrue power is so fundamentally different than like one hospital in the city buying the other hospital in the city, right? That's mm-hmm. an actual constriction and control of supply. All our monopoly laws and antitrust laws are by and large about, about the supply side because that's the way you built monopolies in the real world. Tech doesn't work that way, at least on the internet. On the internet, it's about you have the most users and that's what gives you control. And those users are not locked in except arguably with phones, which is why that's the, where I have the bigger <laughs> issue with. That the, should be priority one. Yep. Yeah. Like, again, I, I make this point again and again, uh, but I've, I've yet to I would make it. Like, everyone gets super mad when Larry Page would say competition is only a click away, but it really is, right? You can mm-hmm. go to Bing.com. You can go to ChatGPT. You can go to Yelp, get the app, and search for a restaurant directly. There was a huge thing. When I started Stratechery, uh, Google is in big trouble because vertical search is coming. People are just going to go to dedicated services and apps, and they're going to do that. And Google responded by changing their search results and getting into local and you know stirring up a whole bunch more controversy. Like they're acting anti-monopolistic, but people like, they just memory hole the speculative take that Google is doomed. 
because yeah. this local search is going to come along. And it was totally wrong. Now, in this case, it was totally wrong in a way that favored the larger company. But, like, here's the question. Why is the FTC, not to put myself on a pedestal, but we have fundamentally different perspectives on how the market is structured today and how it's going to play out in the long run. Why mm-hmm. do they get to say, based on our projection in 10, 15 years, we are going to stop something today? Yeah, it's a fair objection. That's why I enjoy your your arguments are all cogent and compelling. And I think the only way to disagree with what you're arguing is to say, the FTC is trying to get in front of a court and make the court decide whether to allow a trillion dollar company to buy a hundred billion dollar. Right. Company. Which I don't think is going to work in court. Like, I think I, 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 I think this is going to lose, uh, which, but by like the way, there's a separate discussion about FTC just setting their credibility aflame by, you know, with, with some of these lawsuits. I think the, I actually think it's incentivizing larger and more audacious acquisitions. Ooh, interesting. No, like look at my look at look at Facebook. So one of my takes that I've dropped on a few different podcasts is Facebook should buy Shopify. Like because that solves the ATT problem. If they own Shopify, they can it's all first party data, right? Then well, they and, can control the circle. You see, this is where I object because Shopify wants to compete with Amazon and they're I just know, but doomed. Apple, <laughs> no, I know because Apple screwed them, right? And so my take is like Again, not from a good for society perspective, from a business analyst perspective, Facebook should do it. Why would Facebook not do it? It's a, it's not a it's not a directly competitive business. It'd be a vertical merger. And, and mm-hmm. the answer is, well, because they're for sure going to get sued by the FTC and go to court. If the FTC is going to sue them not. for buying a VR <laughs> app, might as well make the effort worth it. Right. For, uh, for a transformative yeah. acquisition. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think you're going to get some massive acquisitions that are really going to be upsetting. And they're going to do it because the FTC is making the cost of doing it zero. If you're going to fight an acquisition, might as well make it worth it. Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to see what it all turns into. All I know, by the way, is that, that that's pure speculation on my part of the Shopify thing. It just it just makes total sense. Well, no, and and look, I'm rooting for Shopify, and so if they can't make it on their own, I would love to see them team up with Facebook and and try it that way. Um, Facebook, I know like ten different lawyers at ten different firms who have worked for Facebook over the last like yeah they two have, years they, or they so. Have, they have a lot of business available. <laughs> yeah, a lot of business <laughs> in Washington D.C. So. We'll see how it all goes. I did like this note from David. He said, we hear over and over that competition is good for society. It supposedly brings lower prices and technological innovation. I would like to challenge that dogma just a bit, because in my opinion, a lot of technological innovations are actually coming from monopolies. Number one, the U.S. military and universities gave us the Internet. Bell Labs gave us the transistor, Unix, and the C programming language. Google and Facebook are contributing a lot in AI research, distributed computing, etc. Instead of trying to break these companies up, should we not try to regulate them and capture more of their profits and redistribute them for the good of society? Please note, I am French, so maybe that's why I sound like a socialist. Um, The last line is why I had to read the email. That really (laughs) cracked me up. So thank you, David. I agree. Great email. I appreciate uh, the admit, you know, admitting to being French and socialist. uh, So I didn't have to say it, Uh, you know, obviously as an American, this is ridiculous. Uh, No, in all seriousness, like there is a real fundamental trade off here. So like 
take about the privacy sort of thing. Like one of the reasons to push back against super hardcore privacy regulation is the only companies that are going to actually be able to exist within that framework, you know, do all the, you know, the compliance and have workable business models are the large companies that are already dominant. Mm-hmm. The the most ridiculous argument over the last few years has been people who said the privacy problem is we have insufficient competition. If we had more competition, we'd have better privacy. No, we wouldn't. We would have much worse privacy because the incentive to make money, we have a demonstrated I think we in my I, in my opinion, we have a revealed preference that customers don't actually don't really care that much about this sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, and so if you favor privacy and you favor regulatory porches and ATT is a regulation, right? It's a private regulation, but it's effectively a regulation. Then, yeah, Apple can do that because they have monopoly or or they exist in a duopoly as far as as, as mobile phones go. So, the, like David does have his finger on something, particularly in terms of of regulation. Now, uh, I would use the example of the very large French company. Which, oh wait, no, all the large French companies are these old, are, are are not not these innovative sort of tech companies. And in, that come sounds, on, Revlon, they had a, a good run no, there for a while, right? Exactly, they did for a while. And and <laughs> now this is like there's just an empirical fact that greater competition leads to larger, more innovative companies, which I think for tech, given the way tech changes, is a good thing. Like I I do, you know, I do share. I do worry about the antitrust stuff like the Department of Justice's lawsuit about Google and Apple. I support. I think they're probably going to lose, but mm-hmm. like I'm not 100 percent against this. I supported the European Commission in their case against Android because I think the way that Google was leveraging their agreements with Android and OEMs was very problematic. Just as, by the way, you go back to the Department of Justice versus Microsoft. The real problem there was the way Microsoft was dealing with with the OEMs like that was the actual really bad anti-competitive stuff. I think bundling a browser was, you know, I mean, this stuff is sort of connected, but I, I'm not anti this sort of, but I think you have to be really careful and understand what the dynamics and drivers are. Now, as far as innovation, Bell Labs is super interesting. It really is, uh, you know, because the, what was inve- the volume of stuff that was invented there was so compelling, was really interesting. There is one thing that's important, and this is a huge, huge check mark in regulation and regulators favor is the reason why all of that innovation could be shared broadly is because of an antitrust lawsuit where mm-hmm. they had to make all these innovations broadly available license free. And so anyone could take what was invented there and could build new companies. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is that lawsuit against AT&T was widely derided at the time as a total failure and embarrassment for the Justice Department, when actually it was one of the single most important and impactful deals ever. And it just it gets at the point that regulators aren't good at predicting the future. They don't really know what's going to happen. And they they got it totally right here by virtue of everyone saying they failed. And and everyone viewed it as a failure. You didn't break up AT&T. You didn't do the all you did was got these concessions on the side. Those concessions on the side are actually what mattered. And I think this is actually broadly applicable. All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive every episode of this show, you can do so by subscribing to Stratechery Plus. That'll give you access to every Sharp Tech episode, all of our Sharp China episodes, the Dithering Podcast with Ben and John Gruber daily analysis of the tech business from Ben, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come. If you'd like to become a subscriber, click the link in your show notes to get access to the entire Stratechery universe.